The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God. Have faith also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. Where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me or else believe because of the works themselves. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do these works that I do and will do greater ones than these because I am going to the Father. Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. How many of you have no idea what Jesus was talking about in that long gospel reading? It's one of those mysterious passages where the Lord is speaking to his disciples, and he pauses repeatedly and says, why don't you understand? Isn't this completely clear? And they keep looking at him and saying, well, actually, Lord, no, it's not clear at all. Um, and yet within this odd interchange between Jesus and his disciples, there are a number of beautiful and powerful truths that are placed before us. This conversation takes place at the Last Supper. And so in that context of Jesus laying down his life for our salvation, he speaks of going away from his disciples and their inability to follow after him right now. But he leads with the statement, do not be afraid. Because he understands the native anxiety of the human heart. We worry about so many things. 
we are preoccupied about so many elements of our lives. And we often find ourselves frightened or insecure or uncertain in some way, literally, every day. And so note the Lord first begins by addressing that uncertainty which can easily fill the believer's hearts. Do not be afraid. But then he continues. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. In other words, victory over your fear, over the uncertainties of life, over all of those things about which we are so preoccupied and worried comes through faith. Faith in someone other than ourselves. Because the Lord understands. We, who try to have confidence in our own ability, our own power, our own goodness, often run in, up into occasions where it simply isn't enough. And because it's not enough, we are very worried and very preoccupied. Note what the Lord says. Don't put your faith in something less. Put your faith in me. Your faith in me as you would in God. And in speaking that way, the Lord is very insistent of his unity with the Father, of his divinity. Put your faith in me. And as he says this, put your faith in me and understand that where I am going, you cannot follow yet, but I am preparing a place for you. His second word then into the fear that occupies the hearts of his disciples is to address that uncertainty of the ultimate outcome of our lives. Where is my life really going? Where is all of my work, all of my effort, really headed? And know what he says. I am going before you. And I am going to prepare a dwelling for you. A place that is safe, a place that is permanent, a place where you will not die, but live because that's the definition of a dwelling. It is where someone lives. How remarkable those words are, because the Lord himself, the very next day and the days following, is going to be leading his disciples on a path they cannot follow yet. As he stretches out his arms on the cross, lays down his life for our salvation, and takes it up again in a way that isn't simply his private victory over death, but which takes humanity out of the grave to that place of life that he has prepared for us. What a marvelous, marvelous reality this is. And the Lord speaking to his disciples that your hearts are not ready yet for the fullness of all of this. Oh, but they will be. But they will be. 
And it's now in this context that the question of, but how can we follow you? How can we know the way when we're not even sure where all of this is going? And note the Lord's answer. You know the way, not because you have a map. You know the way, not because you have a reliable GPS. You know the way because you know me. What a remarkable statement this is. I am the way, and I am the truth, and I am the life. These three nouns that are so intimately related in Jesus Christ. The way I live and what I show you is the truth in which you can trust. My words are true. My deeds are true. My presence with you is true. We pause at that for a moment because we've all had the experience of a false presence in our lives. Someone who professes to have our interest at heart, but really doesn't. We all have the experience of words that are spoken as if they were true, but aren't. We have the experience of actions and deeds that promise much and in the end deliver nothing. I am the truth. What a remarkably powerful statement that is. And note what he says. He does not say, I teach the truth. He says, I am the truth. If you would know what is true, what is reliable, what is certain, look at me. And as we look at him and we see the truth of his life, we learn the way to live life truly. Note how beautiful that is. Jesus is not simply a way, he is the way. He is the true way. And so he shows us the truth of how to live. Live me, Jesus says. Look at me. Learn from me. See me, because I am true. And you will learn to live truly. And when we do that, when we live not simply according to the example of Jesus, but according to the spirit of Jesus, we quite literally begin to live by means of Jesus. I am the life. I am that life which is most truly alive. I am that life which is, in fact, eternal. I am the life which can be the very strength of your living. Have faith in me. Note how all of this builds one statement upon the next and how it comes back to that insistence, do not be anxious, do not be afraid because the great enemy of the gospel is not sin, it's fear. It's the fear that stops us short of living. It's so easy to live according to our insecurities. It's so easy to live according to what frightens us by the way we let it limit us. Whether it's my, my fear of making a mistake, 
whether it is my fear of what others are thinking, whether it is my lack of confidence in myself or those around me. But fear stops us short of living with real freedom. Do not be afraid. Have faith in me. I am the truth. I am the way. And I am the life. And if you desire eternal life, then live with me and live by means of me. And know what he's saying then. You can't follow me yet because you haven't started living with me in this way yet. But as you do, the space I am preparing for you, the dwelling I am preparing for you is twofold. I am preparing the rest of your life for you as I go before you. I am preparing the years that lie ahead of you. And I am preparing that eternal place which is reserved for you at the end of all things. How absolutely wonderful that is. And then the Lord pauses and says, if you know me, you will know the Father. If you see me, you will see the Father. And of course, there's an objection to that. Lord, that's wonderful. Show us the Father, and that's all we need. But note again, note again this issue. Show us, show us. I need to see it with my eyes, and the essence of faith is that we do not walk by sight. We walk by faith, which is a confidence in what I do not see right in front of me. And so now Jesus says, oh, you will see the Father, in eternity, that's the great longing of Scripture. Lord, show us your face. But now, you see and you know the Father through me. And this happens in two wonderful ways. When you look at me and you see my care for the weak, when you look at me and you see the mercy I extend to the sinner, you are seeing the mercy of the Father show itself to you in a way that you can understand. You are seeing the goodness and the kindness of the Father. When you look and see the great signs I do, you are seeing the powerful love of God at work. You look at me and you see the Father. On the one hand, Jesus is pointing out a resemblance between himself and the Father. If you would understand the heart of God, look at how I live. But he also speaks about this in another way. When you look at me, you will also see who it is that I obey. You will see who it is that I serve. You will see whose care I trust. Note, when we look at the Lord, we also see the way he trusts in his father. We see the way he seeks to do the will of the father. We see both of these things by looking at Jesus. And in doing so, we come to learn the will of the father. In doing so, we come to learn what it is to trust in the goodness of God. And so Jesus shows us the truth about the father in these two beautiful ways. 
He is that one who expresses himself in me and through me and is always at work in me. And he is that one on whom I rely, that one whom I serve, that one to whom I turn with such great confidence. And so he teaches us how to turn to the Father. Note how wonderful that is. And he says, this is what it means to truly approach the Lord in me and through me, because there is no other way true like I am true. What a powerful teaching. But note how it all comes back to that first statement. Do not be afraid. You have faith in God. Have faith also in me. And the essence of faith is not to believe things about Jesus. It is to believe in Jesus. That little preposition, those two letters are very important. Because there's a difference between believing something about a person. There's a difference in believing what a person says from believing in that person. If I say to you, I believe you, that's a good thing. But if I say, I believe in you, note how much stronger that statement is. And note what it says, I believe in you. In a few minutes, when we profess our creed, that is how we begin. Not simply, I believe that God did things. Not simply, I believe what God says, but that I believe in God. And to really believe in God is to live according to the way that is Jesus, the truth that is Jesus, and by the life that is Jesus. It is exactly that belief which allows the believer to walk by faith and not by sight, to live by faith and not by sight, and it is that faith which overcomes the world. And the Lord then is saying to his disciples, you can now begin moving according to this life toward that place that I am preparing for you. I go away and you will not see me, but you can live by faith in me because I do not abandon you. Walk by faith and not by sight. And in just a couple minutes, we're gonna put that into practice. Because Jesus is going to be right here on this altar, but we're not going to see his face with our eyes. What we'll see are small pieces of bread and a chalice with wine in it. The eye doesn't see Jesus, but the eye of faith knows he's here. And what will we do? We who believe that he is really and truly present Although our eyes do not see his face, we will get up and walk forward by faith to him. Walk by faith and not by sight. And in doing so, we will then stretch out our hands to meet him and receive him. Note how wonderful that is. On the one hand, we don't see him. On the one hand, we do not hear his voice, and yet on the other, he is here. And he comes to us in a way that is unspeakably intimate and wonderful.
to those with faith to see, to move, and receive him. And why? So that after receiving him here, when we walk out of this place back into our lives, we still go forward walking by faith and not by sight into the space in life that he has already prepared for us. And that is a truly great gift. Amen.